Hello, everybody. If it sounds like uh, Emily is not a, a digital being on a computer, it's because she's not. She's actually not sitting like, real life in person. Exactly. She's sitting like a foot beside, a foot to the right of me. So this is like an actual podcast. We're not in a fancy studio. We're at a, uh, a kitchen table. Uh, one day, you know, when we're the most listened to podcast on Spotify, we will we will get that fancy studio. That is. Uh, Probably a ways away, though, unfortunately. Um, anyway, there was a lot of stuff that went on today that we need to talk about. Um, we, we're going to recap things a little bit. We already put out a whole podcast about that Monday night. Um, and then we'll do a whole preview podcast either tomorrow or Friday night uh, for Atlanta. Um, but a lot of stuff happened today. If you are in any form, if you are on any form of social media and you click NASCAR on the search bar, you saw a lot of stuff happening, including penalties to both of our favorite drivers. I said earlier that I, I don't feel completely left out of this one, even though Denny's penalty was much lesser than Bowman's penalty was. I don't feel left out on this one because my, my co-host's favorite driver got bopped pretty hard, too. But listen, he admitted to what he did. Of course he got bopped. He did admit to what he did on a nationally syndicated podcast, which might not be the brightest of ideas. He, he didn't care, though. Like, that's the reality. He just wanted the revenge. Like, he didn't care if he got a fine or a penalty or anything like that. He, he just wanted his revenge. He did. He did. Um, let's see here. What to get to first? I wrote my itinerary down, and I'm not even using it. Let's get to the weather, because, you know, we can't really race in the rain. True. At Atlanta. True. Um, yet, anyway... Um, what we can do is race in sun, uh, and it will be sunny, at least partly sunny, on Sunday. High of 48, low, uh, oh, low of 28, okay, that said 38 earlier, low of 28, so, you know, there might be a little bit of ice on the racetrack, who knows? It's gonna be really freaking cold, just like it is, you know, where we are, so... I don't know what's up with the South this year, but, you know, spring should be here. It should already be 80 degrees out on the daily, and it is not, and that makes me sad. It is not. There is, is there is cold weather. There is very cold weather. I think uh, it's going to be like 30 degrees tomorrow when we're driving. So that's going to be just mm-hmm. awesome. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, you know, as Southerners, we are obviously acclimated to, uh, to very cold weather. Obviously. Obviously. But the weather Friday, uh, trucks in Xfinity probably aren't going to get to qualify Friday. It's looking rainy, looking warmer. High of 66, low of 33. Saturday, all track activity should be good. High of 53. So it's going to be cold. Um, not a lot of rubber is going to get put down on the racetrack anyway, but even less is probably going to get put down. Um, now, Emily, I'm I'm going to need to take a drink here. My throat's drying up. Do you want to... Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I'm not going to hand you that. You can't read my handwriting. Do you want to... I can to, try here. Let's see. It'll be entertaining. Well, it just says uh, Phoenix. Um, oh, Phoenix. So just recap Phoenix for us in your own words um, about what happened. You're giving me a terrified look right now. <laughs> what what, what okay. happened at Phoenix? So Phoenix. Phoenix is, per Samuel, a terrible racetrack that never has any excitement happen. It's a short race. Sometimes. Um... And, you know, short track. And so sometimes it can be exciting, sometimes it can't. This race was pretty lame until the last 50 laps. Um, and so, you know, not too great. Now, here's the deal. Larson and Byron were battling it out. Byron pulled it off. Larson ended up in third. My guy, a little too far back because he and Chastain kind of got into it. 
Um, I don't remember where Bowman was, but pretty Bowman much nice. Byron with another win. So, and really, he didn't even have to work that hard for it. So, that's kind of lame <laughs> sauce. There you go. That's Phoenix. That was absolutely fantastic. We both have NASCAR.com pulled up. We are both <laughs> excellent hosts. Look at us. I just broke my pen, so I'm a really excellent host. I have NASCAR.com and Tetris pulled up as what, well. Multitasking. And you have TikTok pulled up, too. We're just multitasking across the board. Look at it. We are just... Check us out. We are doing so great in life. It is just awesome. So, yeah, like Emily said, not a great race the last... 50, 60 laps. It looked like Hendrick was just going to absolutely dominate. Kevin Harvick said hello past Kyle Larson for a while. It looked like Kyle Larson was going to ride off into the sunset. Then it looked like Kevin Harvick was going to ride off into the sunset. And then the sunset turned into an atomic bomb and William Byron ended up winning the race after a couple of late restarts. Um, that's basically what happened. If you want a full rundown, we got a post-race show on the YouTube channel. we got a whole podcast dedicated to Phoenix um, that we put up on Monday night. Also, I was uh, I, I meant to do this at the start of the show. I do want to give a very special shout out to all uh, twelve listeners in Brussels, Belgium. Heck I yeah. have no shout clue how y'all found a NASCAR podcast run by a couple of rednecks, but hey, more power to you. I mean, Redneck. bless you guys. You are yeah, we're not redneck at all. We we literally ate quail today for lunch, <laughs> so. You know, we're, and pork chops, and for, well, yeah. and chicken wings, all of, all in one day. Yeah, what a healthy meal. We told you, blobs. what a vegetarian vegetarian meal. Yeah, we we are blobs here. Um, excuse me, as I drink some sweet tea to clear my throat. Mm, plenty um, of sugar, added extra. Oh yeah, even more than we usually do. Did you drink it all? No, there's okay. A I'm gonna have some of that. that. Yeah, there's still mm, a little bit left. Good. Thanks for not drinking it all. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, so I sent you a couple articles about these penalties. You did. I these... opened them. <laughs> Good job. These penalties. More like I laughed at the headline. Yeah, you did You did send LOL, um, and that made me sad. Mind you, we uh, were in the same house when he sent me these penalties. We were in the same I should have just like walked over and told you, hey, this happened, but you know, we're blobs. We're lazy. I'm lazy anyway, even when I'm not here. But um, some penalties got handed down. Again, I said that you know a lot of stuff happened today. A lot of stuff did indeed happen today in the world in general and also in the world of NASCAR. Um, Amen. All, all four Hendrick teams, uh, the 9, the 24, the 48, and the 5 teams are all bought with L2 level penalties on Wednesday. Reading this straight off NASCAR.com, don't credit me. Um, on Wednesday for underpooled parts modifications last weekend at Phoenix Raceway, each crew chief was fined $100,000 wolf and suspended for four races, and each team was further penalized with the loss of 100 team and driver points. So that's owner points. Um Terrible. And driver points and ten playoff points. So you know William Byron here in ten playoff points over the last two weeks. He earned a few more with stages, um, but you know all ten playoff points that he got from winning last week's race at Vegas and this week's race um, at Phoenix are gone. I mean, it's like they never even happened. I think he still has three left because he won stages, but this is going to really hurt them. Uh, when it comes to the playoffs, because those playoff points advance with you from round to round to round, and so um, it's you know it's it's big. Th- those are ten points that they're all really going to miss. Um, and Justin Haley had all these same penalties. Hello, live studio audience. Kind of ish, basically. <laughs> basically. Kind of ish, basically. As the, you know, the fridge is right behind us, so it's a very important point in the house. I'm live. You're you are live. You are alive. That is a true fact. Um, <laughs> Justin, hey, okay, Emily, I want to I uh, show you what we've accomplished here in our lives real quick. 
Uh, Justin Haley had 60 points going into Phoenix. He was also penalized. He, you know, illegally modified parts. Um, I know, right? I know what I'm talking about. That's car parts. Car parts. Yeah, car. I know, right? Car parts on a NASCAR stock car. I, I can't believe they did that. Um, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Um, so we have more points right now between us combined than Justin Haley does this year. Let's take a minute. Let's high five for that amazing accomplishment. Woo! Molly, are you still in there? Air high five. Okay, come high five us. Oh. Because we, we've accomplished something. Me, you, and Emily combined have more points than a current NASCAR Cup Series driver. <laughs> that was pathetic. Because he has negative points right now. So uh, let's just celebrate that you're, accomplishment. Who am I beating? Justin Haley. Oh, okay, good thing Dana Kilpatrick's not still in there because we Ooh, could be. We make fun too. of her okay. on this podcast. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa! That's her too. Dang. Okay, flamethrowers from the surprise guest. Um, I was I was saying the other day though she's uh, okay. At least she can't crash when she's up there in the, so tell in the me TV though. booth. Okay. Tell me though, I'm I'm sitting here. I'm looking on NASCAR right now mm-hmm. at the point standings. Mm-hmm. Has this been adjusted already? Uh, no. No, that is not. Because I know Bowman. He yeah, Bowman is down to twenty third. Followed by Harvick. So yeah, try. I think NASCAR.com has them updated. I don't. Yeah, NBC Sports oh, is really slow. NBC Sports is even slower than okay, NASCAR.com is. ESPN's okay. really quick with that, which is funny about. considering ESPN just doesn't care about NASCAR anymore. Um, Why yeah, we. My thing screwed up. It's okay. When I start typing NASCAR, it pulls up NASCAR.NBCSports.com. Oh, yeah, yes, that makes sense. Your first child, that's been a good anymore. Why not? No more ESPN. Did you just NAS- ESPN's not support NASCAR. No, they really don't care. But, you know, if they get this new TV deal in a couple of years, I hope I hope they will. We're hoping for... It's been um, be back in the running. They, they, might be, uh, they might be back. We're hoping for some um, better support over the future years. Yeah, we really okay. are. Standing. We, we really are. So if you are new to NASCAR and you want to know who's in the lead of like points and stuff, you go to NASCAR.com and there's a little category for standings. But you gotta make sure you're on the right series. You are. So I'm not telling the viewers so they know. You are on the right. Yeah, you are. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm getting on my cup standings. She um, sometimes knows what she's doing. I yeah, I do. Me I, too. I just did a rate full race recap without Google. Um, yeah, she did. Look at me go. So there's a little headed. tractor on the NASCAR nice website, little manager tractors which is at. hilarious. Here, click owner standings and then go back to driver standings. Oh, 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 Got some well, dust. Why is, why is there dark on the There screen? it is. Okay, so it's updated now. Got it, got it, got it. Yep. So yeah, Bowman's down to 23rd, which I believe puts Hamlin above Bowman. Oh my gosh. Oh. Wow, look at that through no merit so of Hamlin Hamlin's own. Hamlin is so close to top 10. He's at 12th right now. Um, Kevin Harvick first. I, I can support some Harvick. Um, and I, it's kind of funny, again, how the standings, you know, Byron has won how many races this Two. season? Two. Um, and he's at the end now. Where is he? 29th? Oh my gosh, he's 29th. He's 29th, but he's locked in. He is locked in in the playoffs. Yeah. So, um, who's last? Justin uh, Haley. Justin Haley. Yeah, with his points. negative forty points. Jimmy that's... Jimmy has raced what one race? Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's won one race. Him. He's had a Justin. That's hilarious. Um, well, if he can find so, his phone, he's still beating you. That's all the. If Justin Haley can find his phone, he's ahead of me in one life category. So, congrats, <laughs> Justin Haley. Go. I mean, check out Daniel Suarez. How about Daniel, Suarez? Yeah, Daniel, not oh, Daniel. Oh, Daniel Suarez. Dan- Daniel Suarez. Um, top seven. But is he really? Yeah. Oh my gosh, he is seventh in points. Like, Good what the heck? Dang, so, dude. We can, we can stand behind that. Look at you. Look at um, you. Yeah. So, 
good, good, good. Those are all the standings. We're going to take a quick commercial break, come back, talk more about all the penalties, including the one to Denny Hamlin, because I just want to tick off Emily. Uh, and then we'll uh, preview Atlanta, because there are, uh, well, there, there is a race this weekend. There is a race. Sponsored by Tetris. Move the shapes, clear the lines. That's Tetris. So we just came back from a very real commercial break. <laughs> Tetris, if you wouldn't mind sponsoring us, I mean, we'd be I all mean, for you. I do often play Tetris already. while I'm here. Sorry if you hear the little click, click, click. When I get going really fast, it, it's overwhelming. Um, <laughs> we don't so. blame you one bit. We don't blame you one bit. <laughs> going, going fast, I'm not very good. That's when I lose my focus. Well, hey, so you know who else goes fast? NASCAR Diddy Hamlin. Well, you know, sometimes. I just broke my Diddy grandfather's pen, so mm. uh, I apologize, mm. Grandpa. There if goes your inheritance. This. Yeah, there goes my inheritance. Uh, let's see here. Oh, my phone went off. Um, penalties today were issued. I know you just kind of talked about this. Uh, standings are all wonky, wonky. Wonky jog wonky now. Wonky tonky? Wonky yeah, tonky. Yes, things are all wonky tonky. Look at us. We're like the Webster's Dictionary. Many new words. This pen is trash. Um, so it's a it's a big impact, you could say. Bowman goes from first to 23rd in points. Larson goes all the way down to 32nd in points. William Byron goes down to 29th in points. Josh Berry and Chase Elliott doesn't really affect them um, too much. But also, these crew chiefs get suspended for four races I each. mean, what's that like for them as a driver to not have their crew chief? I know, right? I mean, it's, it's a complete loss of chemistry, um, especially for a guy like Bowman. He's off to a great start to the year, and, and that his new crew chief, Blake Harris, I think at least has been a huge part of that. And so, well, sure. Yeah, what, what will that do to their chemistry? You think of Kyle Larson, Cliff Daniels, they've been one of the best combinations in the garage. They won 10 races in their championship together in 2021. Rudy Fugel, William Byron worked together in the Truck Series back in Cup, and they just won two races in a row. Now he's gone. Josh Berry, who, he, yeah, he's only running four or five races, but he still needs to gain chemistry in the, in, with his crew chief to maybe get a top five or be in contention for a win. So ultimately, would you say the crew chiefs are responsible for this? Well, I, it's, it's interesting because, you know, they're not the ones necessarily building the cars. These are right. hey, more live studio audience. Do you want to say hi? No? No? You can you can, you can come sit, on. You can sit here. It's okay. No, she's no, gonna I stain it. It's okay. Oh, stain the table. Oh, Give us like okay. just a few minutes. Are we in the podcast? Yeah. You are in the podcast. You're live. Yeah, this is live. Well, not live. Everyone say hi, Lala. Exactly. This is who told it. This is who gave us the advice to talk about our real lives, which she's we haven't gonna yet listen done to this later. Podcast. Yeah. Cringe. Sorry, you're almost done. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Before too long. Good luck. Yes, these are big penalties. I wouldn't say the crew chiefs are directly responsible. I'd say more the the team members who installed the parts are more responsible because I I ran about this already. You can go watch that. It's it's interesting. Um, But you can't do this. It's very cut and dry in the rule book. Do not modify a single source part. That's exactly what they did. They have no one to blame blame but themselves right i don't feel any sympathy for these guys i'll be honest it's not for my driver exactly they know better their precedent was set last year with brad keselowski and and the in front row motorsports and stuart haas racing you can't do this you're going to get fined a crap ton of money you're going to lose a crap ton of points and you better feel a crap ton of shame for it because you are directly responsible for this there is no hendrick's going to appeal this i don't see in which there's any way that they win they they noted a few things um, but it doesn't matter. The rule is, it's vague, yes, which isn't great. You know, I'd love for rules to not be as vague because, you know, then you can't, you know, 
it's just not good. But at the same time, if a rule is that cut and dry and it's that important of a rule, then I'd say it's a pretty important rule. You know, it, it's. I it's, mean, a rule is a rule. A rule is, I mean, I know they say rules are meant to be broken. You can say if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, but. Truth. NASCAR has made this very clear. They're not messing around here. They, they don't they don't care if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. They don't care about the little moniker. If you mess with single source parts, you're going to get bopped, and, and you should get bopped because you know you absolutely know better. Um, I think the crew chief being suspended is huge. I, the penalties are really going to hurt him. I said earlier, I'm not worried about Kyle Larson and Alex Bowman's ability to make it back into the playoffs, whether it be playing right. their way in, whether it be winning a race and locking their way in that way. I'm not worried about that. The playoff points loss worries me more, especially for a guy like Bowman, who's likely not going to have just a ton of playoff points. Um, but it's it's just that they're losing their crew chiefs, and it's just, you know it's a huge yeah. monetary fine. You did. I mean, I don't really big monetary impact. Fine doesn't big matter. impact on them in future weeks. Yeah, the fine doesn't. I said earlier, I don't know why we give fines to people because unless you are a brand new team, a monetary fine is not going to affect you. Rick Hendricks likely already paid that those four hundred thousand dollars out of his pocket. The dude's literally a multi-billionaire. Monetary fines don't matter. If you want to make an impact on somebody dock the points, suspend mm-hmm. them, do that, because fines... It fines, just doesn't matter, though. Yeah, it really it's doesn't nothing. matter. Um, so I know you just said it had a big impact, but what do you think it is for right now? What do you think it is for later? Because this is a huge loss of regular season points, a huge loss of playoff points, and crew chiefs being suspended. Yeah, I think just the fact that, one, you know, any momentum they had point-wise going into the season, gone. Um any momentum they had race-wise likely gone with the loss of their crew chief for a while. So it's just like, it's just going to like put a little stagger into them. I feel like they're just going to feel like they're behind all season because of this. Yeah. And, uh, and Bowman, he was the regular season points leader. He had a chance to gain 15 more playoff points with that. There's no shot of him, nor Kyle Larson, nor William Byron winning this regular season championship. Abs- I mean, I say absolutely no shot. If he wins every single race and some guys have some misfortune, yeah, maybe, but th- that's a highly unlikely scenario. Yeah. Um, and that really sucks um, because I really thought he had a chance to do that. This was the first time ever he had led the NASCAR Cup Series point standings in any capacity, playoff or regular season. I was really happy for him. I was really excited. And it's not that I don't think he can, you know, go out and run top ten the next four races like he has the first four. Right. It's just that a lot of momentum's gone. His crew chief is gone, and that's just it's really, really bad. Um, Justin Haley with the same penalty. Before we talk about Atlanta and preview that race, uh, your boy, Denny Hamlin, got bopped as well. He's he got, not exempt from this. He, he got a little bop, a little bop there. Um, yeah, so I don't know if y'all saw what happened, but he and Chastain got into it. Oh, what a shocker. <laughs> and then he went and told on himself on his podcast and said he did it intentionally. So he literally went and said, and so NASCAR said... Sorry, dude. You're in trouble. That's yeah. what happened. That is indeed what happened. I'm not sure what he was doing there. Uh, premium nose blowing quality going on. <laughs> you're fine. You're fine. It's funny. You're fine. You just you're, you can stay in. <laughs> this picks up like literally even my clicks. We this this is prime comedy, folks. Are you on video? No. Well, no, you're not. You're no, you're not. When you pick the camera, no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, Tanya Hamlin got bopped as well. 
kind of came out and said what he did was intentional on his podcast. Don't do that, kids. If you commit a crime, don't go out and say it on a podcast. Not that Denny Innocent Hamlin and proving unless until whatever. Proven Innocent guilty. until proving that. guilty. You were very close. I um, just couldn't get the words out. Yeah, got your tongue wrapped around your teeth. Um, uh, I'm, I don't know why I'm laughing. Um, yeah, he, he just he kind of came out and said he wrecked Ralph Shastain. I don't know why he did it. He lost himself a bunch of points there. He also lost himself 25 points and 50,000 more dollars, which, again, doesn't doesn't matter. I, Joe Gibbs probably already paid it, or Denny Hamlin already paid it. I saw the house, or I heard about the house that he got for him and his daughters over the West Coast Swing. Um, it, they stayed there for two and a half weeks. It was, like, 12 rooms a pickleball court, a basketball court, and a bunch of other stuff, so I don't think the money really hurts Denny Hamlin in any way, shape, or form. You don't think? No. I, I, I highly doubt it. I mean, he's making like $10 million a year. I don't think 50000 really does anything to him. Um, what do you think on the penalty? What do you what do you think he should have oh. said instead, and do you think he should have been trying to get revenge on Ross Chastain at all? I mean, I don't necessarily blame him, but, like, bad move, dude. Um, and why did you tell on yourself? That's just stupid. Yeah, not the best just of judgment there from I mean he pr- might have gotten a penalty anyways but he might have gotten a penalty anyway but that I really think, sealed the deal yeah I, I don't think I mean just it, it kind of looked like a racing I thought it was a racing incident at first I didn't know it was revenge until he did come out of his podcast so yeah I just thought the wheel go and ran him into the wall it's like okay that was stupid but you know you did this to yourself. He did not fall out of the playoffs, though. Uh, nope, can, still he, can you pull 12. up Sandy real quick? Yeah, he's on. He's number 12. Uh, let's see here. I had him pulled up, and hold on. I switched over back to race results. So, standings. Current and drive standings. Woo-hoo! It's still got Bowman in the lead on that, but it's updated go. once I have it. There you go. All right, let's see here. So Kevin Harvick, okay, Harvick's leading Chastain three. Wow, Chastain's off to a blazing hot start. Han- Hamlin is in 12th, right ahead of his driver, Bubba Wallace. Uh, Bubba, I think, is plus 16 now for the, oh, gosh, I can't talk, uh, for the playoffs. Uh, so he gains five points. A lot of guys gained out of this. Austin Sindrick, Corey LaJoy, they're now in the playoffs, which they weren't before this. So this not only impacts the Hendrick drivers, but other drivers like that. Um, as well. We're going to take one last commercial break. We'll come, we'll come back, preview Atlanta, and give our race uh, race win and pole picks. And, um, Emily, maybe you can do another uh, brilliant ad read for us. Yes, absolutely. And now, a message from Coca-Cola. Can you feel it? The taste of Coca-Cola? Okay. We are back. We are back, moving into stage three of our show. <laughs> Look at that. Totally original pun nobody else has ever used it before. Uh, we're going to go over the standings. We're also going to preview Atlanta and then give our race uh, poll and win picks uh, going to the Peach State this week. Uh, let's look at the standings first before we head in here. Kevin Harvick leads everybody. Uh, he's uh, plus 75 to the cut line right now. Again, I'm going to use this joke for like the first time ever. He's going to end up in the same hospital room with Chase Elliott because he's going to break his back from carrying Stuart Haas Racing. Y'all have never heard that one before. Nope. Uh, never, ever. Me um, neither. Ross Chastain is um, plus 72. Byron, Bush, Stenhouse, all locked in. Uh, Bell is plus 61. Look at Christopher Bell flexing on those haters early. He doesn't really have any haters. Never mind. Uh, Ryan Blaney he's plus... He's got one. He's... Who? You're you, looking at her. Oh, okay. That's dark. Just Ryan Blaney plus 48. I, I'm in a NAS, the NASCAR fantasy league I'm in um, is, is Arkansas NASCAR fans. 
But okay. there, there's an old saying about Dale Earnhardt, and his fans would say it, raise hell, praise Dale. Mm-hmm. And somebody changed that into raise hell, praise Bell. Thought it was thought it was pretty clever. That is clever. Very clever. I indeed. approve. Um, Toyota also has a new a really annoying radio commercial about a girl putting all bell pepper, like only buying bell peppers at the grocery store because every time she buys one, Christopher Bell wins. It's a stupid commercial. Kind of funny, though, in a stupid way. Martin Truex is plus 46. We're back on track now. Daniel Suarez plus 43. Joe Edgano plus 42. Brad Kislowski plus 39. Chris Buescher plus 36. Look at the RFK cars. Look at that. If they could only actually close out a finish. Uh, Denny is plus 24. So, you know... It would have been plus 49 if not for the penalty, but still looking okay-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, Bubba plus 16. He gains five points on this thing. Let's go. I'm psyched about that. Cindric uh, is now plus five. Corey LaJoy is in the playoffs right now. Props to you, Corey. Um, and he is a decent shot. He nearly won this race last fall, so or last summer. So he has a really good shot to do that. Michael McDowell's three points out. Tyler Reddick, seven points out. A.J. Allmendinger, eight points out. Dylan, 16 back. Ty Gibbs, 17 back. Briscoe, 20 back. Umbrella, 23. Wow, the rest of Stuart Haas racing sucks. Gosh, I mean, I already knew that, but still, that's, yeah, that's a revelation. Yeah, is information here? No, not really. Ryan Priest, 25th, 25 back. Bowman, 24th, 25 back. Payne. Jones, 20, wow, Aaron Jones has sucked this year. <laughs> 26, Just 26 this year? back. <laughs> he would have. He won the Southern 500 <laughs> last year. But, yeah, he wasn't great for that. Harrison Burton, 27th. 28 back, uh, Todd Gilland, 28, 33 back, Gregson, 29th, 36 back, Cody Ware, he doesn't matter, Kyle Larson, 31st, 42 back, <laughs> honestly, he doesn't, he has no chance, Justin Haley, 34, okay, so Ty Dillon's 33rd, he's 62 points back to the playoff cut line right now, he is 17, uh, he has 17 points on the year, great job, Ty, Justin Haley is 34th, he's 119 points back to the playoff cut line. He has negative 40 points. So, again, give yourself a pat on the back, a high five, go grab a drink, because you, my friend, are having a better season right now, points-wise, than Mr. Justin Haley, a multi-time Xfinity Series winner and a National Cup Series winner. So, buy yourself and a buddy a beer, because you are doing great work in life, my friend. Um, anybody that really surprised... I mean, I know you don't say the Hendrick cards, because that's obviously shocking. Anyone... Just based on their driving the first four weeks of the year that impresses you with how far up they are in the point standings. Anybody that kind of disappoint that has kind of disappointed you so far with how low they are in the point standings. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Daniel Suarez again. He uh, why do I keep calling him Danielle? I don't know. Daniel. Daniel. Daniel Suarez. Daniel Suarez. Um, he's pretty high up there. Um, you know, there's several guys here in the top ten that haven't won a race yet and haven't necessarily, I feel like, been outstanding that are right there. So that's surprising. Um, you know, I'd like to see Denny, Bubba, up closer to the top. I know Bowman should be there. Yes, he should. Um, but he's not. Um, Kyle, again, you know. He'll get up there. He'll get up there. worry about him. So I feel like, you know, we'll see that stuff balance out um, pretty soon. Absolutely. I am. I'm. Anybody you're disappointed with, too? Denny. <laughs> I love how much you love Denny and then you just perpetually hate on his point standing. <laughs> Pretty funny. Um, I gotta say, I'm, this isn't. I'm disappointed in Austin Dillon. I know he's up to 20th now, but Kyle Bush coming in there, I know it's not gonna be a simple, quick four race fix. And not that Austin Dillon necessarily needed fixing, but. 
man, if there was going to be a year for him to really overachieve and prove all the doubters wrong, this would be it. When you have Kyle Busch at your team, your team is better than it has been in a really long time. And so far this year, he hasn't done much. Now, it's only four races. Again, all this is only four races in. But that's all we can talk about because 32 that's of the races haven't happened yet. You know, that's just a fact of life. It, you know, beautiful philosophical knowledge there. Um, but I'm, I'm a little disappointed in him. i got to tell you, though, there are three guys I'm really impressed with. Number one, Corey LaJoy. He had his first finish outside the top 20 today. Or uh, not today. It's Wednesday. On Sunday at Phoenix, 26th. But it's only because of the penalties, I know, but he's in the playoffs right now by three points. Three top 20s to start the year is great for a small team like that, and he has a good chance to lock himself into the postseason this weekend at Atlanta. Atlanta, Talladega, Atlanta again, and then Daytona. Four chances to lock himself into the postseason, really. He's, you know, he's not going to be a contender for the win anywhere else. Um, but if he can run consistently, keep getting top 20 finishes with the top five, top 10 of Super Speedway mixed in, I think he has a legitimate outside shot to maybe be there at Daytona to point his way into the playoffs. Or if he wins his way in, that's great too. But I'm also impressed with the RFK cars. Brad Keselowski, Chris Buescher. Keselowski especially hasn't gotten the finishes he's always deserved, but he's running so much better than he was last he year. He really is running great. And he, I think, I mean, last year he didn't run a single lap in the top 20 at Phoenix. This week, aside from I think the last 15, 20 laps, he ran every lap in the top 10. He only ended up 18th, but those cars are much quicker. Um, and that's just year two. I got to admit, I wasn't very high up on Brad K. I picked him to make the playoffs, but I said he'd squeak in. Um, but they're proving that very wrong. And at Bubba Wallace, I'm glad they didn't get off to as slow of a start as they did last year. Now, it hasn't been great. I'm not going to pretend that it has. One top 10 through four races, but that top 10 was a fourth. And 14th at Phoenix, not bad. And they showed a lot of speed at Auto Club. He drove up into the top five. Motor blew up. Daytona, he was in line for a top ten. Got clipped and got wrecked. So that 23 team showing a lot of speed. Manufacturer standings, Chevrolet leads. And they didn't get, manufacturers didn't get penalized. But as a bow tie brigade loyalist, I am so happy that Chevy is leading these standings. They are kicking the crap out of Ford and Toyota. Uh, you know, Ford, I always joke with my dad, he drives a Ford now, Trader. Uh, that it's a fixture repair daily. Toyota. I mean, Found on road dead. <laughs> oh my god. Have you heard that one? <laughs> no, I haven't. Toyota, most people's gripes about them is that they're a foreign manufacturer. I don't care if they're a foreign manufacturer, they're just not Chevrolet, so I just, you know, don't respect them. <laughs> um, oh, burn. Oh, yeah, big burn. Um, Sound like you said Big Bird, Big Burn. Um, let's look at the weekend schedule before we start previewing at Atlanta, which it's not in Atlanta. Shocker, it's actually in Hampton, Georgia. Exposed. Um, there's no practice this weekend for any three series, as there will be at you know any of the rest of the super speedways this year. Uh, can you read that, Emily? Hang on. I need to just read the Cup Series qualifying. Post NCS qualifying that? Uh, that right there. Oh, qualifying will be at 11.35 a.m. Eastern Time on... Fox Sports what? Fox Sports one what day? Uh, Saturday. 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 That's on Saturday. 18th. And then we will have... The race The race. Is... The Cup Series race is at 11.30 Eastern. That oh, is no, no, not no, no, it. No, no, Hold sorry, on. Sorry. I lied. You're dead. There. There you go. 3 If you want to know when the driver's meeting is, it's at 2.10 Eastern. Yes. Um, the race is at 3 o'clock Eastern. Yep. Fox. I'm on Fox. Yep. Fox Performance Racing Network and Sirius XM NASCAR Hopefully Radio. We're getting ready for the Am Better Health 400. That is just a fantastic. It rolls I've never right heard off of the it. tongue. It's okay, right? but now I have great advertising. Yep. It's like it, it's promoting better health in the AM, right? That's definitely what that means. 
completely. I don't know what else it could mean. I think that there's no other explanation. There's no other explanation. No. Um, That's it. That's what it's got to be. Anyway, so Atlanta last year reconfigured basically into a super speedway. We know what kind of racing super speedways have. This, however, is not a track or aero package that supports two three-wheel racing. It's just not wide enough for that. It's a one and a half mile. It's Baby Daytona, Baby Talladega. Uh, one big move they did make, though, you know, pit road usually, oh gosh, breaking the pen again, usually commit to that, coming off turn four. However, with the speeds and as narrow as Atlanta is, they changed that to turn, to, oh, I can't talk, turn three. Is that the, the first time this three. year? Yep, first time this year Do that they're doing that. you think it's going to confuse them? I don't, <laughs> I don't think it'll confuse them, but it will I be a big adjustment. I mean, when I play NASCAR video games, I get confused about where the uh, road to the pit road is. So I could see them getting confused because, you know, video games and real life are exactly the same. Especially recent NASCAR games. Absolutely. Oh, they're completely just realistic. Especially the absolute gem of a video game that was NASCAR 21 Ignition. It was so good that the company is now going bankrupt. So just Quality. keep that in mind. Um, I tell ya. Poor motorsport. Poor, well, no, not poor motorsport games. Uh, their execs are extremely corrupt. Poor stock holders in that company. Um, Atlanta Motor Speedway, though, is basically a baby super speedway now. Um, Oh, gosh. We're running over on time for this recording. Uh, We're going to take one more quick commercial break, and then we'll preview the rest of Atlanta. Hang on. I didn't realize that. Um, I'm so sorry. This was an incredibly awkward tenth of a second transition here. Back to previewing the AM Better Health 400 at Atlanta. Basically, a super speedway race. Oh, yes, please. Thank you for the sweet tea. Sweet tea there. We are very much uh, still rednecks. Hydrated. Yeah, very hydrated with uh, pure sugar. (laughs) Ironic that this race is sponsored by Health Corporation, and we are just being the absolute epitome of not health on the podcast previewing it. Uh, ran out of breath there for a second. Um, basically, a super speedway race. Ricky Stenhouse won at the only super speedway so far, the Daytona 500. Uh, last year's winners there were who won there in the spring? William Byron. So he has a chance for a three P to try to start digging himself out of this hole that he's kind of in. Last year in the fall, it was taken by Chase Elliott, who's not racing this weekend because of his leg injury. But Hendrick, Chevrolet were dominant. I have my win pick already, Emily. I'm not going to say it yet because it's not time for that yet. I don't think you're going to like it very much. Probably um, not. It is a Chevrolet driver, though. I'll give you that hint. Um, who do you think we'll see up front? Basically, a super speedway. You know, think about the guys that have been great super speedways over the years. Your favorite drivers, one of them, just saying. Um, what kind of racing do you think we'll see? And, and just what do you expect? I think we're going to see some good racing. I love a good super speedway. I uh, think, you know, sometimes that really does create the best racing there is for me. Um, so I think you want to see some, tell, you want me to tell you some front runners, I think? Yeah, sure. Larson, Bowman. Shocker. Hamlin. Probably some Byron. Probably, probably some so. Blaney. Yeah, he's a really good super speedway driver. Unfortunately, driver. maybe some Kyle Busch. <laughs> Yeah, he was up front. Yeah, I think in the spring last year, it was yeah. like top five till Austin yeah. Dillon wrecked him. So. Maybe even some Brad. Yeah, he. I mean, again, one of the best super speedy racers in the field. So I, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't, wouldn't mind seeing Brad Kozlowski winning this race. Um, he's not really a dark horse, at least at super speedways, but Bubba Wallace, keep my eye on him. He's one of my favorites, so I'm always going to have my eye on him. But he had a top ten in this race in the bag until he got clipped coming to the line last year, ended up like 14th. Fall race, there was something broke in the back of the car. Never really could get that right. But he's always a front runner at Super Speedways. He's like my dark horse pick, kind of. Um, but I think another dark horse for this race, and I might or might not be picking his teammate to win, Daniel Suarez. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was he's a very solid Super Speedway driver, seventh in the Daytona 500, even though he spun twice. 
Um, but I think he has a really good shot to lock himself in. Um, super Speedway Racing, like you said, it, it's really tight, really close, compact racing. This aero package at Super Speedways doesn't always allow for three-ride racing. Atlanta especially doesn't really allow for it. But two, three laps to go, especially on the white flag lap, don't be surprised if somebody makes a push, goes three wide, especially somebody like an Eric Jones, Austin Dillon, desperate for a win early in the year, desperate to try to dig themselves out of a points hole. Don't at all be surprised if they make a move like that. Um, I would give you my NASCAR fantasy team, but I haven't picked that yet, so I'll give you that on the pre-race Atlanta podcast. Um, but Emily, uh, who is your pick to win the pole this weekend at Atlanta? Um, I'm going to give the poll to uh, Brad Kozlowski. Okay. Kozlowski. Kozlowski. Mike Kozlowski. <laughs> Brad Kozlowski. We need to make that a meme. We absolutely <laughs> need to make that a meme. Brad Kozlowski, we are coming for you, but not in an aggressive way. Like, no, no. We like you, Brad. We like you, but we're going to make you a meme. Um, who am I going to pick for the poll? I had this earlier. <laughs> Where the heck did he go? That makes me sad. Uh, oh, gosh darn. Where did he go? I literally wrote this in notes. Why is it gone? I'm angry. Uh, Disappeared. Oh, put him, I literally put... Oh, um, my bad. I had him this whole time. Ross Chastain. Um, yeah. Ross Chastain, I, I know. Denny is not going to be a fan. No, he will not. It, you know, this. I'm manifesting this. Ross Chastain is going to win the pole position. Um, I don't know why. I just, you know, like Boston, I, I got more than a feeling about it. So... Um, I would sing that for you, but my vocals are so good it blow you all off the face of the planet. Sure. Um, Heard them. Yes, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think Chastain's going to win the poll. Um, Do you don't think Denny's going to let him stay up there for long? Do you think Denny would go for penalty number two just for funsies? He very well And might. what would happen? At what point does Nascar just say, e, get out of here? They would suspend him. For, if he just dumped Ross Chastain, like, <laughs> like no craps, give me. He just, like... Turn hooked, hooked uh-huh. left or right hooked him. He, they would absolutely suspend him. I, I, I have no doubt in my mind they would. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked, especially if he came out on his podcast and said he did it. If there's any doubt and he comes out and says, says it on his podcast again, oh dear, he's in deep hot water. Um, who before I ask you your one pick is who are any dark horses that you have in mind for this weekend? Who do you think is someone that's not always up there, but because it's Super Speedway, could get up there and have a chance to win? Let's go, Bubba. All right, I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, like, he may come out and surprise us this week. I really hope so. Getting a win for him. I know he's already in right now on points, but that's a razor-thin margin. Man, yeah. Especially late in the year. If he could get a win, lock himself in, woo, I'd be happy. Um, woo. Woo. Uh, anyway, uh, win picks now, Emily. I know you're going to pick Denny, but I'll let you go first, you know, because I'm a very gracious host. Um, well, you know, if it can't be Denny, if something catastrophic. Yeah, if yeah, a meteorite whatever. hit his car, yeah, you, know, who, you know, who would be in second? To win. I still feel like Larson is, like, right there. He yeah. keeps having top fives. He keeps having some great racing. Um, he's he's ready for a win. He's, he's ready right to lock there. himself in this season. He is right there. And he's, I mean, he's been so close. And he's really getting better as a super speedway driver. We've seen that progression from him. Mm-hmm. Last year, nearly won Talladega. was at the front in the fall land race, if I'm not mistaken. He was top five at Daytona before a crash took him out. So... Really, wait, where California had a blown motor early, but in yeah. all three races, he's really had a chance to be mm-hmm. there at the finishing. He's been in the, you know, in the mix at the end of every one. It's just been late cautions, unfortunate other stuff. Mm-hmm. Things happen and, 
hadn't been in his favor. Exactly. So. Things have happened that have been out of his control. Yeah. And if he could close one out, especially in Atlanta, that'd be big for him. Uh, I'm not going to pick him, but I absolutely have my eye on William Byron because he won here in the spring last year. If he got a three-peat, even with the penalty, I know, that'd be the most momentum you could possibly have. Um, as for the other Hendrick drivers, Bowman, eh, he's an all right super speedway driver. He hasn't won one of these deals yet. Um, came very close in Talladega, at Talladega in 2019. He's come close to Talladega a few other times. I think Joey Logano was directing him thrice there, so stop, Joey, please. Um, and I think he was up front, uh, finished fifth in the 500. I think he was up front at one of the Atlanta races last year. Um, Josh Berry might have a chance at Super Speedway. Basically, anybody Man, has a chance. There's no way. <laughs> Uh, Corey LaJoy nearly won here in the fall. Michael McDowell, Daytona 500 winner. But all said and done, Ross the boss. I think Ross Chastain's going to get it done. I know. Okay. Both tied great, though, going five for five. He was third here in the spring. He was second in the fall. So, you know, numerically, Emily, as a kindergarten teacher, I think you can all tell us where that's going. Three, two. Well, my kids would probably say a four. <laughs> You're not wrong, but uh, no, it won't be Kevin Harvick. I think it'll be Ross Chastain. I think it'll be the one car of Ross Chastain getting the win, locking himself in. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if Daniel Suarez's teammate was up there as well. Uh, what's the last thing I was going to say? Oh, uh, any final thoughts here going into Atlanta? Um, any final thoughts about Phoenix or, more importantly, any of these big penalties? Yeah, so, I mean, I think, you know, hopefully that these guys that are without their crew chief right now can figure it out, um, and I'm just interested in seeing some good racing this weekend. What I'm really interested in is what these crew chiefs' wives are going to make them do around the house while they're not crew chiefing. <laughs> like, I, I cannot wait. Can they go to the race? I think they can. I just don't think they can be on the pit no box. communication. But if they do stay home, I, like, how soon... Is their wife going to kick him out of the living room because they're crew chief in the car for the TV? Oh. Like, that would drive me crazy if he said, like, four tires, four tires. Like, you're not at the track. They can't hear you. They can't hear you, Blake. Um, that You know, it just seems like a funny scenario in my yeah. head that I feel like would have, they're going to have some sort of communication. Do you follow any of them on, like, their social medias? Ever look at it? Um, I, look at, I look are... at Bowman's crew chief's uh, social media sometimes. He posts a lot of cute stuff with his kids and his okay. wife, which is always really fun to see. His wife is actually a, an anchor on NASCAR Race Hub. Interesting. Um, but yeah, the, the, I mean, I don't really care about any of the other ones. But Bowman's Coochie, you know, I just want to make sure his health is alright, make sure he's doing okay, you know, make sure nothing will impede his career. Mm-hmm. Um, they also have a really cute dog, which is, this mm. melts my heart. Um, they got you there. They got me there. Um, yeah, I think these penalties are huge. These crew chiefs, we got a four-week-long vacation. Not how you want to get a vacation, but they got it either way. I think we're going to see some really good racing. So I know, Emily, I keep saying this every show. I'm going to do it for you eventually. We need to get you to a script for something to say at the outro all these things. Uh, but again, we, we are up to uh, 124 downloads on 11 episodes, which isn't a huge deal, but it's, it's a nice milestone awesome. for us. It's episode awesome. 12. Uh, they're all on YouTube, all, all major pack, uh, pod, podcast, pod, uh, podcast platforms. We're on the platforms. We're on the platforms aside from Apple and Google. So if you're an Apple podcast or Google podcast listener, <laughs> you're not listening to this. You are hallucinating right now. Uh, go to a psychiatrist. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're on all those. So download, like, follow, drop share. Drop us a review. Watch. Follow, share. Yeah, drop yeah. us a review. Not, I mean, Tell if you do drop us a one-star like review. Or, not, or if they just like chicken nuggets. Or if they just like chicken nuggets. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to the personal life updates that's right, that's in, right. next week. Um, but, yes, chicken nuggets are, are acceptable in any situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. 
do the things. Do yep. the things. Listen, do all the things. Listen, Special thank you to our listeners in Belgium uh, for the YouTube channel. The YouTube channel, the Spotter Stand. There's uh, going to be more shows um, all week. So got a Xfinity pre race, Cup pre race show to do, and then all weekend, of course, double header trucks and Xfinity Saturday. Cup race Sunday, post race shows there, and then uh, post race podcast probably Sunday or Monday. Um, there's gonna be, I'm probably just gonna do it by myself to let Emily have like an actual break and live her life um, a little bit. I'll do an Atlanta pre race podcast, complete preview of all things Atlanta, and then we'll get back going. Next week is Coda Circuit of the Americas. You were wondering where Jimmy Johnson was gonna run his next race. It's gonna be at Coda. Gonna be at Circuit of the Americas. Is that a new track? It was new in 2021. It was a four, Formula One track. It's a road course in Austin, Texas. Oh, I hate road. Um, I hate Austin, Texas because of the Texas Longhorns, but at, you know I'll allow it to exist. Because because of an NASCAR track. And Jimmy's also going to run the Coke 600 at Charlotte. That is Sunday, March 26th. Nifty. Okay, cool. Indeed. And Jimmy's going to run the Coke 600 at Charlotte Memorial Day weekend. So, yeah. Do all the things. Uh, Thanks for coming on, Emily. Yeah, Um, In-person podcast. The audio is probably better. Hopefully we'll have her back for the post-race podcast. (laughs) Look out for a pre-race podcast next couple days covering all things Atlanta and the AM Better Health 400. The AM Better Health. 400. We will see you next time. Go check out the Spotter Stand YouTube page for more NASCAR information. Oh, I forgot to do this. I'm going to do this real quick here so I can let Emily go and go to bed. Um, so I have a fun announcement. I'm not sure how much is going to formulate out of it. This is a very touch-and-go thing. Let me actually check my email. This would be really cool if I check my email right now and I actually got a response already. Um, I doubt that I did, um, but let's just check. Make sure and see. This could be an on-air announcement. This would be... Re- oh, darn it. It's not going to be an on-air announcement. Oh, well. Um... So I have a hat. You see me wear it in a few videos. Um, it's a Dale Jr. hat from 2011-2012. Um, his uh, first part of his stint with Hendrick. And when I was young, when I was young, nine years of age, in 2015, I went to the fall race at Talladega. And we had pit passes, we had pit road passes, and I walked all up and down pit road getting all these pit crew members to sign the hat. Um, I didn't know who any of them were. I'd seen them all on TV. I had no clue who they were, but I thought, hey, they're members of the NASCAR industry. It's really cool. They signed my hat. And I was looking at that hat the other day. I pulled it down from my hat rack to, to wear in a video because I like to try to wear a new hat each video, you know, make things, you know, slightly more entertaining for people to look at so they don't have to look at my face the whole time. And I started looking. I was like, wait, I don't know any of these people. I don't know their names. I just see their signatures. But I do know the num- they wrote, most of, most of all of them wrote the numbers of the mm-hmm. car that they pitted. And so I thought, okay, what if I could email or contact in some way the teams that they work for and see if any of them still worked? It, whether I get an interview or any type of contact with them, that's fine. Whether I do or not, it'd still be really fun to try and see if, if any of them um, still work in the industry you know, uh, and see if, if I could at least connect in some small way with somebody that did that because that's a hat that – that I love. It's a hat that reminds me of, you know, my childhood, a simpler time, but also, yeah. you know, one of my favorite NASCAR races of all time. And so last night, I emailed Richard Childress Racing. I doubt that they respond. If they do, it'll likely not be very soon. I'm going to try to document this journey on YouTube, whether that be through shorts, long-form videos, or the community tab, or, you know, this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to try to email a couple other teams if I can. I, I sent them pictures of the signatures on the hat to try to discern whose signature it was, try to discern if they still work there or not. I don't know if this is going to formulate to anything, but it's still really fun, nostalgic, and it means a lot to me if, if it does. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. 
That's really cool, though. But it'd still be really cool. So I yeah. wanted to make that announcement on well, here. Good. I'll probably make a short little video about it tonight. Um, but it's something really, you know, near and dear to my heart that, that I really like and that, you know, I, I love that I have a chance to do it. Um, I'm grateful to all of you guys that I get to cover a sport in some capacity, even if it's small, um, you know, that I've, that I've loved for, for 10 years now. And this is just something else that I'm, I'm very blessed and grateful to get to do. So I appreciate all you guys for that to even have a platform to, to do this with. Um, just wanted to make that announcement. So sorry I, I prolonged this no, podcast by five okay. extra minutes. Um, but I didn't forgot cool. to mention that. So that's yeah. something, something fun I'll, I'll do. So if I do get a response from Richard Children's Racing or any other teams I email the next couple days, you will, be, days, short hear, you will you? be very short to hear. You will hear it uh, probably sooner than anybody else does. And whether any interviews or anything like that comes to this, I don't care. Um, it's just a really fun deal. So Emily, sorry yeah. for keeping you no. on here for like an hour tonight. Uh, but that was just something... Um, special I wanted to mention. So I don't know if this is going up tonight, Wednesday night. We'll see. Might be going up Thursday. Um, we'll just have to wait and see. Thank you all for listening and watching, whatever it is. I'm Samuel Subs from the Spotter Stand YouTube page and uh, the Pelosi Line podcast, obviously. That's my co-host, Emily. Thank you for coming on the show. And then we'll see you on the videos and uh, on the podcast shortly. Goodbye. Goodbye.